All right, podcast here. You're listening, right? It's Howard Stern here. And I got to tell you, I mean, Robin, I'm not really into podcasts. Well, that's like all those people who used to be on cable access. Yeah. They thought they were They were on television. TV. <laughs> they would pay a company to put them on TV. Hey, look, I'm on TV. No, you're not on TV. I mean, yeah, you're on TV, but nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> but Trenton Waves, it's not a podcast. This is a friggin' experience. Frank and Christina Sasso are the best. The best thing since Transcendental Meditation. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you ready? It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. You know who's not here today, babe, is uh, Jessica Nazario. She's <laughs> still spending that $500 that Trenton gave her. Good for her. Good for her. What do you think of her episode? I love her. People are digging that trailer of hers. Good. It went chaotic. Good. And she's sharing it all over the place. Mario wants to come back now. Good. We need young people like her. She was a bit of a spitfire. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think she was confident. A lot of good stuff going on. Yes. At the station restaurant. Yes. We're open in May. Yes. And we had a little soiree there. You had your birthday party was, there the other day. It was very nice. Happy it birthday was. to you. Excuse me. <laughs> had your birthday party there the other night. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That was yes. fun. Yes, it was fun. That sultry voice you just heard was uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our special correspondent. Yes, back. yes. No, no podcast here. It's not one of those candidate episodes. No. Well, not no. Not really. No. Not like it was. No. It's a winner's episode. <laughs> okay. I can't. <laughs> you can't nobody, stop her. Nobody, and I mean nobody. Yes. Respects the etiquette and the format of this freaking show. They what do. They we really, do. They really don't. Who's we? Christina and I. Christina is a host. <laughs> There's no Christina and I except if I'm the I. You're not always the I. I'm always. <laughs> let me tell you something, sweetheart. Before. I'm always the I. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Christina just, uh, yeah, and yeah. I. Be happy the guest. Glass wall. <laughs> Me and Christina. Right. You're yeah. not a guest anymore. You're like a special host. Oh, she's special, all right. All right. So, podcast. <laughs> if you haven't already guessed, mm-hmm. we have a special guest host with us today. That's mm-hmm. right. The I almost said the abominable. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Don't laugh. The incorrigible, former badass Westwood Councilwoman. Formidable. Trenton, New Jersey. Formidable. Miss Annette Latigue is here again. Podcast here. That's your cue. Very good. She's here back. You look like a ninja today. Dressed like a ninja. You know what? I'm not doing this with you today. Uh Uh-oh. She's laying down the law. Let me tell you something. When Jazzy Edwards was on, just give me a second, Annette, Please. Yes. When Jazzy Edwards was on, we were talking about, you know, getting arrested and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. All the things that, you know, mm-hmm. she was brought up with and mm-hmm. all that nonsense. And then I said, yeah, I got I got a story to tell you. And she said, and she's on, by the way, she wasn't even in the studio. Mm-hmm. She was on home on the phone. And she goes, this is not your time. And I said, it absolutely is. It's my show. Of course it's my time. <laughs> she Every wasn't here for Jazzy my, Edwards? No, she was home. I, I was here. I no, was you here not. for Tesca. I was here. I didn't say Tesco. No, Tesco wasn't here. You Tesco were here. Tesco wasn't right. here. You were here. What's talking about Tesco? I don't need this. Let's go. Yeah. You know, All you're right. Talking about Tesco. It's getting confused. Just blame COVID. Our memory's gone. Now he's talking. Now he's trying to, let me tell I'm trying to impress you this guy. You have lost control of the show. I have lost control of the show. I'm trying to impress this cat. And uh, you just get me going in there. Aw. 
All right. It's love. It's love. Okay. Well, we have somebody of a uh, very, very important uh, uh, stature. Very, very important yes. stature. Very important mm-hmm. in the uh, community. So we have to be serious. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you hear that, Annette? No singing. <laughs> I will cut your mic in a second. <laughs> so you've heard of Brian Hughes, the uh, Mercer County executive. He's been, I mean, for at least for the last 20 years since we've been here, he's been the county I, executive. I, I really don't know how long he's been in office. I don't know. I just, I think. Since we've been here, he's been right. in office. Well, quite yes. frankly, I still don't even know what the county executive does. Well, we'll find out. Is he like <sighs> the mayor of the county? I am Ugh. the mayor of the county. He is the most powerful <laughs> person in the county. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. All right, so let's but get Frank's to it. Frank's actually right. It is kind of like the mayor of the county. Yeah, and the, and the freeloaders, I mean the freeholders, <laughs> are the, like the council, right? That's not what they're called anymore. Oh, that's they're right. They're commissioners because, now. Because you know why? Joke. Because of that because joke. Of that joke. <laughs> that's right. That's nothing to do with the joke. <laughs> All yeah, right. and they're like the council, mm-hmm. run right. on a county level. Right. That's what okay. I just figured. I don't know. Yes, it's okay. the, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. there's a new guy that's about to take this. It's a new sheriff in town. Sh- well, no, I hope not. No, no. <laughs> Jack's we, not going anywhere, right? Don't, no, don't we, get me in trouble with no, the sheriff. No, no, we Jack, love the sheriff. Hey, Jack, we love the you're sheriff. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Jack is not going anywhere. <laughs> no. Because we can't afford losing that cat. We love that. him. Okay, Jack go ahead. Jack is the best. Thank you. I love you, Jack. Love you. Okay. Call me later, Jack. Don't do that, Jack. I'm trying to. I'm trying All right, to keep going. This keep guy, going. Finish. And she won't stop. Finish. Because you're taking so buttons. long. Go, go, go. There's a new county executive, sort of in town. Candidate. Well, well on the horizon. Him, on the horizon. The yes. I see him as the winner already. Because this okay. guy's sharp. Well, okay. He's sharp. Every time I go on Instagram, Facebook, I see him popping up. He's like the Forrest Gump of Mercer County. He, <laughs> I see him in like tons of pictures. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Kearney, for that joke. <laughs> but it's the truth. He's like shows up in every picture. Every picture I see him in. Okay. His name is Dan Benson, and mm-hmm. I just would like to introduce him to our humble little show here. Okay. Podcast here. Welcome, Mr. Dan Benson, to the show. Yeah! Hello, Dan. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, thank you for coming. You, you totally le- I thought. Let me tell you, I thought Annette legitimized this. <laughs> a whole other form of legitimacy. That's right. You got it. He got here before you. Yeah. I'm always early. Oh, yeah? Ah, yeah. he loves See, that. You already, you already got yeah. a check for that. Right, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a yes. I'm in. Yes, I'm already on board. <laughs> so, Dan, again, because I really don't have a clue. I just kind of made that relation <laughs> with the mayor and the county and the whole thing. What does the county executive actually, what does he do? So they are in charge of everything that the county is responsible for in terms of county roads. They're in charge of uh, education. We have a high school. Now, they also have a separate board that helps direct some of that. But we have educational assets, our high community college. We have our technical school, vocational schools. Okay. We do county roads, bridges, culverts, so infrastructure. We have a lot of human services, so we're helping people that need it most. Uh, that's our job, is to help people when they're at, the, at their lowest. We have economic development responsibilities, so we have through the Mercer County Improvement Authority, you know they own the Cure Arena and the baseball stadium. Right. We do recycling. The county is like that part of government that everybody forgets about right. until like the recycling bucket doesn't get picked up or the, there's potholes on the main roads or, hey, you know, their son or daughter is going to college and they're like, hey, 
you know, we want to find an affordable choice that's got great results. And they're like, oh, wait a minute, what about Mercer County Community College? All of a sudden, the county is something extremely important in their lives. Um, or they need to go to another job and need job training. They're going to go to the one-stop center that the county runs. Oh. We do so much. That's a lot. I mean, what do you want to do this? <laughs> that's really, a lot of work. Like a big pain I was getting too much does. sleep. And so oh, I figured I needed less sleep. sleep in my life. There you go. It's Ooh. coming. <laughs> district 14 now what is that what is that all about what does that mean so new jersey has 40 legislative districts okay. each one has a senator and two assembly people we all run okay. at large in the same district every one of them is about two hundred twenty-five thousand residents that you represent right. remember mercer county is about three hundred seventy-five thousand. we represent them on the legislative branch at the statewide level so it's like a, a state representative okay we call them assembly we don't actually put things together but mm -hmm. you know it's not an assembly line but what we do is we pass the legislation, we pass the budget, uh, and we try to make people's lives better. And then the governor has to implement the things he signs into law. Oh, I see. So that's right up in there with the uh, Wayne D'Angelo. Yep, that's my running mate. So how come he doesn't want to run for county executive? Uh, he wants to run for re-election. That's what he's doing this year. Ah, okay. So did you guys have like a like a flip a coin or something or what? No, no. So uh, I don't think to run there for was the no seat? need to flip a coin. So. Not always. I, you know, I wanted to run for the assembly. I've served at pretty much every level of government. It's one of mm -hmm. the benefits when I ran for this. I said, mm -hmm. hey, I've got a lot of experience. Yeah. I served at my local council in Hamilton where I grew up. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, did four years there. Did three years at the county levels back then when they were freeholders, now mm -hmm. commissioners. Wow. And I've served in the assembly now 12 years. And you're a young guy. You're only 48 years old. So I started when I was 25. So well, I, I was, was going to ask folks. you, like you grew up in Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So born and bred Hamilton. Yeah. So I went to school in Trenton. I went to Holy oh, Cross right okay. on Cass and Baby Lucky Grand you. Street. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And then high school at Hamilton West, go Hornets. Mm -hmm. And uh, then college, I did my undergraduate at Georgetown uh, in the most important subject matter you could study before going into politics physics oh okay. yes wow. i could definitely you could see, see that. Uh huh yes and then i did grad school at rutgers and then the rest oh. is history hey babe okay. when we met he was 11 years old mm -hmm. wow i don't want to think about it anyway um so wow. okay so when did this oh love of civic involvement start was, yeah. And then we'll get into Annette asking yes, some questions. Yes, sure. Because I just was curious. Yeah, I got involved in high school in a lot of community service activities mm -hmm. and was really involved in my church growing up. I was a math science kid. But a lot of my teachers kept saying, hey, they kept, they saw that I would argue with the teachers. Or I'd, mm -hmm. when I was over at friends' houses, I was always in the kitchen arguing with their parents. <laughs> and I always win the argument. Mm -hmm. And so the, my teachers were like, you know, I, we know you'll want to do math and science, but mm -hmm. you know, you might want to think about some other things. And I didn't really understand what they talked about, what they meant. Mm -hmm. And I took a politics class my senior year, what they call gallery, government law related experiences. Okay. Part of the class is you have to go work on a campaign. Oh, wow. And so I did. I worked on the presidential campaign, Clinton Gore. Now, when right. you're in high school, that means you're either making phone calls or you're knocking on doors. Mm -hmm. For me, I didn't want to make phone calls. So I went and knocked on doors. I was a former paper boy for many years. You know, a job doesn't exist anymore. Right. I love talking to people, mm -hmm. hearing their stories. So I'm like, oh, yeah, just drop me off in some neighborhood in Trenton. I'm going to argue the heck out of saying why they should vote for Democrats. Huh. And it, I got the bug. And so I went away to college and then did nothing in politics for, for four years. <laughs> I worked my way through, through college, got a degree, but then came home and started Mercer County Young Democrats and just started working on a lot of different campaigns and just mm. trying to make a difference. So he likes hearing people's mm. stories. You know, if this county executive thing doesn't work out, you should start a podcast. There you go. 
<laughs> yeah, I love hearing this. See, I'm interested in in the the background, mm-hmm. not so much the political stuff. But um, yeah, it's interesting to hear where people come from and why you went that way and then went that way. And just one more question, and then I promise I'll let Annette take over. So. Why physics and math? Like, what was your goal back then? What did you want to teach? So, or no, I wasn't teaching. I was mm-hmm. thinking I was going to go get a PhD in, in math or invent my own math or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. And invent okay. your own math. I'm, I'm joking, but okay. uh, but I. <laughs> and That's how so, bad I am at math, and I know you can do it. <laughs> There's a joke behind I don't that think too. You can. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a geek or a nerd? Um, you know, you have to tell me the difference. I'm going to say both. Both. So geek usually means you have something that you're really passionate about. So like I, you know, had a lot of Marvel comics growing up. So I was a Marvel geek. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nerd just means you're really smart. You know, you can, you know, test being thrown in front of you and you're Mm -hmm. probably going to get an A anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say both. Yeah. I thought geek had to do with tech and nerd. Nah. That's just recent. I don't know. recent. Yeah. Uh, you don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think I look at them. The I'm same sure way, I've been called both over the, my lifetime. So. They, they've existed yeah. forever. Yeah. Know it all. Right. Yeah. Mm, all right. Okay. Moving on. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that podcast you would would benefit from. Yeah. And we are not the people to ask these questions. I wouldn't even know what to ask about. Mm-hmm. So that's why we brought Annette back in. Yes. Yes. Annette. I don't like the way you said my name. <laughs> Can you rephrase that? Yeah, I'll rephrase it. <laughs> Annette, I don't know the questions they asked this guy. I'm sure there are things that Podcastio would benefit in learning about this particular role in government. I, however, and my wife, do not know what kind of questions to ask to bring forth this information. So thanks, Frank. Well, that's why we invited you all. And Christina, yes. that's no the thanks. only reason yes. I'm here, right? No, because we love having you here. Thank I you, do, Christina. Anyway. Well, I'm still forming an answer. but <laughs> well, you don't me. worry about it. So we invited you to a birthday party. Too late. We invited you to the birthday party. Okay. It was Christina's birthday party. Which, by it the way, did you yours. have a good time? For I had a wonderful time. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I did. When I the station a... opens. Dan, let me tell I'm you something. I'm excited about it. The station restaurant. Have you heard of it? It used to be Checkers. Oh my God, I know Checkers. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a completely different This guy, he cooked for Gordon Ramsay, Paul Mm -hmm. Dean, like he knows his stuff. Like this is like the food is great. Still on the same same street there? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Warren. 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 Mm -hmm. I used to refer to it as a New Jersey dive. Mm -hmm. Great food, great birds and things Mm -hmm. like that. Right. But it's a great place. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. So you said something early on that before we move into any questioning, yeah. I'd like to bring to the table. I think for the first time in the history of probably Podcastia. God bless her. Okay. Yeah. The history of Podcastia? Well, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I don't see where you're going with this. I know. Just keep going. <laughs> I'd like to see our future on the horizon county exec. Have his own little show right here where mm. he gets to speak directly to the people regularly. Like a call-in show? Not <clears> even a call-in. Just where you just get in and tell them what you're doing, how you're doing it, how like it works. updates. Like an update. Just updates. Right? Your yeah. own thing. Can I can I get a Guillermo like Jimmy Kimmel has? Because I'm going to need somebody. Yeah, yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's never going to happen. Why? Because people come in here, they say they say, they always well, say they're going to do it. They never he, do it. Knock and I'm it not going to judge him. I'm is, not judging. I'm letting him off the hook now. No, no, he doesn't need to be off the hook. He's a mm-hmm. geek and he's a, a nerd. A nerd. <laughs> there you go. He doesn't need you to let him off the hook. Yeah. 
I think that's a great idea for all the <laughs> elected officials, even if you yeah, came every like... Every 90 days. Yeah, right. Every, yeah, absolutely. Just Come like, hey, just, just want to let you know. Let them hear you. Blah, blah, blah. Once per season, then. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. them your voice. Mm -hmm. That being said, mm -hmm. Dan spoke to a lot of things that he's been involved in. Mm -hmm. And I think that as we move into this a little bit, one of the things I'd like to make clear to the land out there is that this man brings to the table what Mercer County needs mm -hmm. in terms of experience, strength, and hope. Yeah. He brings it. Okay. And so, Dan, do me a favor and connect your experience to what's going to happen or what you plan to do in Mercer County. So the big reason why I decided to jump into this and I'm really excited about the opportunity is because as you talked about, that's that hope and opportunity and really giving both our capital city, but our capital county, because that's what Mercer is, an opportunity to have someone that's going to be hands-on, who's going to look to invest, not just in education, economic development and housing, all the things that we need in this area, mm -hmm. but also making sure we have clean water. When we talk mm -hmm. about Trenton Waterworks, we want to make sure that that asset is strong, but we need help. We're not going to be able to do this on our own. We mm -hmm. see the collaboration that counties are doing with their municipalities all across the state, and we're not doing that here at home. And that's one of the things that talking with mayors, talking with just local residents, they say, hey, we're doing all these amazing things. And you know, sometimes we ask for help from the state. Sometimes we try to ask for help from the county. But most of the time, we're not hearing that clap back to say, hey, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. And so that's the role that the county can really play is take those hopes and dreams that towns are having, that people are having, and making them a little bit better and saying, hey, we're here to help and we're going to facilitate to make sure that things happen uh, throughout the county in a way that creates jobs, creates educational opportunities, but also just makes quality of life better for everyone. Mm. So, what I'm, so I'm hearing then that you're saying that there are opportunities right now that we're missing out on. Oh, absolutely. In fact, a lot of my campaign in the primary leading up to the last couple of weeks has been about uh, missed opportunities. Mm. Um, and Trent Waterworks is a good one. You look at what Newark and Essex County did together. They had the same problem with lead in their service lines. They worked together to accelerate it, got it done in two and a half years, what should take in seven. Wow. Here we are, mm -hmm. year four, year five, and we might not make our goal of seven years, which by law, they're supposed to replace all the lead lines. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. And so you need to know that in that partnership, which makes this so exciting, which makes this campaign so very exciting, the opportunity for partnerships. Mm -hmm. Because now that the mayor of the city of Trenton has a council he can work with, mm -hmm. that partnership then transitions to and with right. county government. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. That doesn't mean we're selling. Listen, we're not selling Trenton Waterworks. No. Thank you. No. That's that not what no. we're no. doing. That's a ridiculous, ridiculous None of us place. wanted it's, that. It's accountability, no. yeah. mm -hmm. collaboration, mm -hmm. partnership. That's what yeah. it's all about. And yeah. so, Dan, thank you for yeah. that. Having said that, the experience that you bring to the county is going to allow you. There are some issues presenting now. How do you, what does your first 90 days look like? So some of this we're hoping to get done before I even come into office. And okay. so a big push here is on transparency. And we saw with a report that had come out earlier in the year um, that unfortunately painted our county in a really bad light about our finances. Uh, it turned out uh, back in August, they had fired the CFO. And the reason for that is he didn't have the proper credentials. And that's all we heard at the time. 
Well, it took a comptroller's report. That's the kind of the investigator from the state level. Right. Looked into it and found out the county had paid four point five million dollars in fines because they weren't paying their own taxes on time. Oh Oops. my god! Um, and this is not something that should ever happen. Yeah. Maybe a quarter. It's late by a couple days. You know, that's and you'll pay a fine. But to have thirteen consecutive quarters where it wasn't paid, and this is what we knew of. And then we heard another startling revelation at a commissioner's meeting that $200 million in capital projects never went out to bond. We still don't actually know what that means. So we don't know if they got done through other financing. We, all we know is the authority was given and some of these projects either didn't happen or they did something else. But they never told anybody. Two hundred million. Two hundred million, and we don't know how many years that had gone on. Oh, okay. okay. So it could be spread out over years, but okay. that's unusual. Mm-hmm. County governments usually go out to bond for big pro- capital projects, mm-hmm. small and large. It could be desks or equipment mm-hmm. for a, for somebody, but it could also mean roads or other improvements. Right. Um, so we're still trying to find out some of these answers. And so for me, I, I've always believed in strong transparency with government. So we're trying to find out everything we can mm-hmm. so that in my first 90 days, we're looking to right the ship. Thankfully, the commissioners agreed with me and they're doing a forensic audit. Okay. So our, our hope is whenever that comes out, that we share as much of that information we can with the public. Um, and that we work to right the ship for the county so that we know where we are financially so that we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. That tells us everything about how much bonded debt we have the capability, capacity to do. So that means we can make investments. It means this is where we are with our staffing. We should be doing a civil service audit as well for the county just to kind of see after 20 years, this is not an unusual thing. You're going to have some folks that are either operating at a title or folks that should be beneath somebody actually supervising. Things just get out of whack over time. Mm-hmm. We got to take time to put all that back together and really streamline government so that it's responsive, working for the people, and really focused on the main functions of county government, like they talked about, the quality of life issues like our parks, mm-hmm. investment in our education, making sure that our human services, everything's meeting people where the needs are. And so that's what I'm really excited about. And those 90 days really kind of taking control of county government again and positioning it to go wherever the needs are. Mm-hmm. That's important. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hope folks are listening and I know they'll have an opportunity to listen even afterwards. The, yeah. The, mm-hmm. It'll always be there yes. for them to hear this. Yeah, of course. The show will always be available. Oh, yeah. Right. It's not like radio. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it'll not always, like radio. So that's important. Well, you're saying the first 90 days are going to write the ship. Mm-hmm. How long is a term for, oh, there's, there's no term limits. That's right. But it's right? four years it's four for, years. so I'm running for a four-year term. And, and even though I don't have a primary opponent at this time, and I don't know who my general opponent's going to be, right. the earliest I'll take over is in January. Okay. So oh, that's oh, nine months of mm-hmm. I'm out there campaigning. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my hope is to use the partnerships we have in county government now mm-hmm. and, and to try to really, you know, put some of the information out there that people have questions about. Right, right, right. Okay. right. Mm-hmm. And that's important. In the first 90 days and how the ship gets righted, or move forward, mm-hmm. in right. this case, write it and then move forward, Yeah, it's important. It's very important. Yeah, it sets the tone. And it sets the tone. The other thing is, the biggest part of government, being involved in government, being involved in politics, we talk about this, there has to be some experience coming in. Mm-hmm. And of course, Dan brings that experience from all of his past and current work. Mm-hmm. So run that down again. 
Yeah, so as I mentioned before, you know, I've worked at the local level as a council person. So I know how counties can interface with municipalities to help make projects get done. So for example, the county is going to build a new municipal building and school building in conjunction, administration building with Hamilton Township. So that's just a small way. Years ago, uh, in the previous administration, they actually worked with housing to some of the housing stock to help get improvements done, and they helped facilitate some of the loans to make that happen so that people had better housing. So there's a lot of different ways that we can do that, and having been a councilman, I can see that. When I was a commissioner as a freeholder, you see all the parts of county government that most people don't realize we're involved in. And that's really important coming in as an executive. You know, someone coming off the street that had never served in county government before would be surprised at the breadth of all the different services that we're in charge of. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, being at the state levels where we can see both where the federal and state grants are available that can flow through the the county. And then if we need other help, I know who to go talk to and say, okay, here's where money is. If it's Department of Labor with more training grants, we can make synergies by saying, okay, county's going to put in some money, town's going to put in some money, but we need that little extra from the state. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been a long time since we've had the municipalities, the counties, and the state all rowing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you can get a lot of magic. Yeah. yeah. Magic. And that's important because... A lot of folks run for office thinking they have transferable skills, and they don't. Mm. And that's where a lot of your hiccups happen. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of your trouble happens. And so, you know, out there in this land, please keep your eyes on that. Transferable skills are one thing, but actual skills are another. And Dan brings that to the table. But Dan, I want you to tell Podcastia why they need to consider you. So because people will be voting for me, Democrats and unaffiliates have the opportunity to vote for me June 6th um, and during early voting or vote by mail. So if you always get a vote by mail, just look out for my name. It'll be on the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. We have a semi-closed primary. And then again, in November, there'll be an opportunity to vote again. Hopefully I'll be back here before that. But this is the reason why. Obviously, we needed a change at the county level. That's going to happen now. Brian Hughes said he's going to retire. Mm -hmm. But we can't do this alone. When we talk about making change, we're talking about a movement. We're talking about bringing people in that had been left out for many years uh, and re-exciting people about not government. Nobody's excited about government, (laughs) but excited about those opportunities that government sometimes can bring as a friend and that can help. Mm -hmm. And and one of the benefits of the experience that I have is I can say sometimes people come to you and say, oh, well, you need to fix. And that's not my job. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say, hey, that's not my job. But I'm going to say, listen, there is a place for that. And we can't solve, I, I can't be the surrogate for the mayor in Trenton. The mm-hmm. mayor of Trenton's got his own job. Right. And we're not trying to take over those. Our job is to say, if you look at Trenton's 250 plan about where they see themselves, you will see the county has a major role in a lot of those okay. different developments. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not the whole thing. Right. And so I'm asking folks to vote for me because they know not only they're going to have a partner, they've got someone with vision who realizes that the county is the catalyst for a lot of the change that we need here in our capital city, Mm -hmm. but all across Mercer County. And I know you have listeners all across Mercer County and the state. It's really important for folks to know who their elected official is and to know that they're going to get an honest answer and transparent response about how it operates. Mm -hmm. And for far too long, county government's as opaque as it gets. And so I'm looking forward to being that transparent voice of government and recognizing we're here to make things happen. Whether you know county government 
is the one that did it or not. I'm mm -hmm. not really interested in that. I just want to see that we're moving housing forward, economic mm -hmm. development opportunities forward. We're going to get a new terminal at the airport, which we all should be proud of here in our county. Uh, and just making sure that county government runs responsibly. So you, like the mayor, you I mean, you work closely with the governor then too, yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the arena, I'm coming in where you open the door. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the arena and the area. There's so much that area is ripe for redevelopment. Yeah, and this is a great example of kind of the missed opportunities. Yeah. In 2013, there was a great study. You know, the county taxpayers paid for it. It was called the Gateway Project, and it looked at... South Broad Street from the community college up to mm -hmm. the county administration building, so 640 South Broad. Gotcha. And then mm -hmm. it looked at the, the streets parallel to that, one street over to the right and left. Right. Okay. And it was anticipating a number of great projects that were about to happen. The Whitaker, which is a housing project. There was a new Mercer County Community College building that was done right there on the Kearney campus in, this, in downtown. And the realtors moved their headquarters and they built a nice building right in the shadow of the arena. All three of those projects were already on the books about to happen. They were being anticipated in this report. Mm -hmm. It said, okay, here are some short, medium, and long-term investments we can do to take this, these anchors and redevelop that whole area in a mm -hmm. nice way. Mm -hmm. right. So, for example, the short-term stuff was, let's put trees along both sides. Let's, yeah. have, a, let's have a hardscaped median. Full let's sight. have, yeah. I know, let's have garbage <laughs> cans that work. Mm -hmm. sure, you know, absolutely. Simple. And, and then let's put some uniform shutters along all the windows along the buildings. Let's have a, a kind of uniform uh, streetscape. Sure, mm -hmm. right. That was the short-term stuff. None of it happened. Easy stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None mm -hmm. of it happened. Easy. None of it happened, though. Medium and long-term, there were some great other ideas on here on how to then take all that. We're 13 years later, mm -hmm. or 10 years later, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. It'll be 11 years soon. We can dust that back off without mm -hmm. spending a lot of money and say, okay, what still works, what doesn't? Right. Okay. And let's make some of these things happen. And why not, did nothing happen? I don't know. Maybe there was a reason. Mm -hmm. But again, when you have such a good plan and then you decide not to do anything with it, sure, sure. it's up to leaders to say, okay, this is why it's on the shelf. Right. And right. it's clear everyone still thinks that was a great idea. We, we Lord knows, it still mm -hmm. needs it. Yes. That should be the jewel. It's the, the mm -hmm. gateway into the city. And so my hope is to resurrect some of these uh, plans that were on the shelf and get those running again. Yeah. Well, that, for example, so, do you know why that's on the shelf at this moment right now? Mm -hmm. No, I've, I've, I've actually had a, some brief conversations with the consultants that actually did that plan. Mm -hmm. Really? And they didn't know either. Really? Yeah. Well... I think you already talked about things that were bonded out that never happened. Correct. That could be you know, part of it. The opportunity was there. That could be part of it. Mm -hmm. We don't really know. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know right. yet what's going on. Right. Another biggie. The waterfront. So oh, that man. one's a big one. That's, yeah, that's big. a big one. That's a huge one. The waterfront. It started. I've already seen some progress there by Coopers. Yes. We went to a meeting over a year ago yeah. where they were showing people what, mm -hmm. what the thing is to actually see work being done. is like, ah, because I told a friend of mine, I said, oh, they're going to do this. And we're going to the meeting. And she's like, oh, they've said that before. Right. And it's like, no, this time it's going to happen. Yeah, well, they are actually doing it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're I actually know, working I on know. it. Yeah. yeah, no, no. The waterfront's a great example mm -hmm. of where we can partner with the city. The federal government, through the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, for the first time, has now designated specific dollars to reconnect communities to their waterfronts Yay. or communities that were separated because of decisions that were made 
in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. for highways and other things, mm-hmm. particularly focused on communities that were overburdened, that have environmental justice concerns. This is all our capital city. Mm-hmm. We fit all of that. Now it's up to partnering with the state and the city to apply for those dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. The state has signed off as saying that they are supportive of the boulevard project that's slowing down traffic yes. and allowing to reconnect what used to be historically Stacy Park, which was this award-winning, gorgeous park that went from behind the state house out to the water. Everybody used to come to it uh, from all across the county and further. It's been gone for many, many decades now, and it's just a lost history. Mm-hmm. All of the shows that we had with, mm-hmm. the, with the council candidates and everything, mm-hmm. a lot of it was all about how they're going to serve their constituents, right? right. They're going to serve us, the people. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we can do? To get some stuff done like this, I mean, and instead of like leaving it up to like the county and the dollars and all, what can we do as a people to get this stuff done? Well, that's why my campaign we're really focused on organizing people out to bring people together. Because listen, there's limited dollars for things, mm-hmm. and oftentimes we're going to need feedback to say, okay, we've got two different projects. We don't have much, enough money for one right now. Mm-hmm. Which what are the priorities that we need to do on each of these things? And so. Reconnecting to the waterfront, that's, that's a multi—that's a generational project. Absolutely. It is. Okay. It is. Uh, yeah. But there are other things at the waterfront that we can do, like you're seeing around Cooper's Riverview. There are other projects that we can do in reclaiming the, that area over there. Maybe it might be just a bridge getting over to the waterfront so that mm-hmm. people can get over there easier. Mm-hmm. There are short-term things that we can do. Okay. And so that's where we need everyone's involvement to say, okay, yeah, I love the idea of the waterfront, but you know what? East State Street needs to be repaved or Broad Street needs to be repaved. Mm-hmm. But Dan, what does that look like? A town meeting? What, is that, what does that look like? So for me, I think it's getting into the community. So, and I've been doing this for decades in, in my career. I go out to a lot of community events and I talk to people. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, this is what's on my mind. These are decisions I have to make in the next couple months. And I want to hear what people think. Like, mm-hmm. what would you prioritize? Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I do it. It's more of an organic process, but we can formalize that too by, listen, Hamilton Township just did a township-wide survey on what would you like to see more in the parks? Mm-hmm. You know, county has a large park system mm-hmm. and, you know, there's been some controversies. They, they had a dam site 21 project that some of the residents in the area didn't like. They had some public hearings but it's not what you would think public hearings are. We got to meet people where they are to get their opinion. Mm-hmm. We can't expect people to come to us. And so, and all the folks you talk to in urban planning, the next generation, they've all been taught. You can't just take the testimony of the folks that come to you. You literally have to get into the communities. Sometimes right. it's going door to door surveys. You know, it depends on who's wow. impacted. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways we can do that. Yeah. Well, uh, well, just, because we were talking about the waterfront. (laughs) I'm going to just throw my idea out there, which people have heard before. I would love to see a Ferris wheel. Not a huge one, not a London eye, but maybe a little Ferris wheel on the waterfront. We'll call call it the Whedon wheel. Is that right? Just throwing it out We're going to get the money from there? I just said. Frank Whedon. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, you were thinking Frank I thought he was going to sponsor. Wait wait a minute. He died. I don't know if Frank Whedon passed away, right? No, I know. He was like an activist. He was an activist. Uh, Listen, it it was his idea. I'm just trying to, you know, throw it out there. Well, a lot of things can happen. The idea is that the door is open. It's a county government for everybody. Right, right. The opportunity exists for everybody. There are people. Frank, we're even going to let you participate. Oh, that's so nice. You don't want to do that. This is my domain right here in front of a mic. The idea is the opportunity and hope for redevelopment. Mixed-use housing is a big deal. 
you talk about that a little bit? Sure. And again, this is a situation where when you look at kind of Trenton as the outlier compared to all the other municipalities, when we talk about median income, when we talk about um, the amount of property that doesn't pay taxes, Mm -hmm. if you look at the um, um, property tax rate in Trenton compared to everywhere else, Mm -hmm. it's an outlier in all those different categories. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Some of them historical. Mm-hmm. Some of them lack of investment from the state. Mm-hmm. But that's where by doing targeted investments, by putting some of these you know empty parking lots back on the rolls, mm-hmm. things that we saw Portland do and a lot of other successful sure. yes. Um, yes. cities do where you do transfer development rights, things that normally would be owned by the state or the county, you put those back in the rolls by having a mixed-use development. You get all the benefits of your attracting market-rate housing, mm-hmm. which you got... Um, retail on the ground floor, other Mm -hmm. offices on the ground floor. And by doing that, you're now kind of making that same catalyst that I talked about Mm -hmm. along the Broad Street Corridor, and you can do this in many other areas. Right, right. 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 Mm -hmm. And that helps starts changing that and bringing Trenton in line more with the rest of the county. Trenton's not the only place that needs that. You know, Ewing, Lawrence, Hamilton, our second-tier municipalities outside of Trenton often have those needs too. That's the conversations we're having with mayors all across Mercer County. Are you part Italian? I am not, but I talk with my hands. He's painting, <laughs> painting pictures yeah. right here with his hands. I, I've always been that way. So, wow. the conversations happen with the hands. I'm Irish and Swedish, but so, oh, like, it's a weird combination. Okay. Irish and Swedish? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. And there's some other things in there, too, but it, it, I, I, my, my, my ancestry is very fascinating around the capital city. You know, uh, my grandmother's grandfather was ran away from home, was Aww. one of the first juvenile justice detainees in, in the <laughs> nice. city of New York, right. got, got uh, sold to a ship, essentially, worked oh, his wow. way up to being a, a ship's captain. He's buried in Riverview Cemetery. Oh, oh, these are the stories I want to hear. And this yeah. is a great story. And he worked at Cooper Ironworks. Oh, wow. He was tattooed up and down his whole body, kept very quiet. He got interviewed by the, by the newspapers twice about his life story. It's the only reason why I know about it. The Bible I get sworn on is his Bible. And he came back here from New Zealand where he got married and has first two kids, had another 10 more kids here in the city of Trenton. Oh, wow. What was then Nottingham Township, which would be now Chambersburg in the city. Okay. Mm -hmm. And his granddaughter was my great grandmother's grandmother. And that's a, so, wait a minute. So my great grandmother, who I knew, she did Sunday dinner. Okay. You Mm -hmm. knew her. Her, Yeah. I knew my great grandmother, her grandmother. Oh, wow. Wow. And the reason why this is interesting, do you know uh, Soho on uh, South Clinton? Yeah. The bar there used to be called Soho. Yeah. It's right on Mott and might've been called Mott Bar, uh, right on Mott and South Clinton. Okay. There's a bar Mm -hmm. and that used to be called Pete's and Frenchie's like Long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was owned by my great-grandmother's father. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, you know, tragedy, his wife dies in childbirth. My great-grandmother's younger brother. She's 18. She's about to get married. He gets remarried, kicks everybody out of the house. Oh, wow. So my great-grandmother, her one-year-old brother, moves in, gets married, moves in with my great-grandfather. He's the Swede. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moves in with her, his parents, because, I mean, this is multi-generational years mm-hmm. 
and has two kids of their own all in this now they move into Hamilton and that's the Hamilton story. Mm-hmm. So um, so from 1919 families kind of lived in the same three block radius over those wow, years. That's outrageous. Wow. But that's but so it's cool. a story that I think a lot of people can think about today. You know, yeah. you have blended families, yeah. you have folks being kicked right. out of houses, yeah. mm-hmm. you got some domestic violence in there mm-hmm. and, and that is a story that's from, you know, you're talking about the the 1910s. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they rented, they lost their house at one point because they weren't, the, the owner wasn't paying taxes on it. Okay. So they had to move in the middle of the night to another house. Oh like, gosh. these are all experiences that people are having today. Yes. They had during the Great Recession. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, what's old is new. But those are the stories that you hear, the oral history that you learn from your grandmother and your great aunts. and. Mm-hmm. And when you're sitting around the Sunday dinner table, mm-hmm. and it really impacts the way you see the world, and you understand that, hey, but for family and other things, mm-hmm. I could have been on the street, or I could have been, you know, sure. yeah. right. not even existing. Right. And so yeah. wow. that's why it's always been a passion for me to give back. I've always felt blessed, okay. and I've always felt a responsibility that, you know, not everybody has that safety net. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I first asked you this question. Why did you just I, answer me with that? <laughs> <laughs> you want to say something this good? Not, this is great stuff. And probably a great podcast coming up. And I always speak to podcasts because I like people to be able to hear you. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Directly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with Dan, I'm not looking for perfection because it doesn't exist. I am looking for inclusion for all, you know, diversity, Mm -hmm. equality, Mm -hmm. and movement. So it's the movement. And I think that's a good term, a good name for Dan. Mm -hmm. The movement. The movement. Dan, the yeah. movement Benson. I think I just earned my first nickname. <laughs> the movement. Okay. The movement. All right. The movement. Wrap it up for us. First, Annette, thank you. Because we got a chance to kind of talk about the movement that we're creating. Frank and Christina, I want to thank both of you for a chance to kind of tell my story, what I'm about, and why I'm doing this. But more importantly, to invite everybody out there to be a part of this. Mm. And everyone has an opportunity when a new elected official comes in, particularly at an executive level, it's really an opportunity for everybody to be a part of something new and to tell their story and then to make their reality what they want to see for Mercer County and our Capital County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm looking first. forward to increased uh, training opportunities mm-hmm. yeah. for people in the city of Trenton. And mm-hmm. I speak solely to the city of Trenton mm-hmm. because it's where I'm born, raised, and bred. I am a product of Trenton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dan, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the opportunity. I want to thank you for the hope. But more importantly, I want to thank you for the movement <laughs> going forward. Dan, would you like to hang around for a little something we call plugs? Plugs are fine. Cracking wage plugs. Hey, Podcastia, let's see what this guest has to plug. Trenton Waves, TrentonWaves.com. Visit us on all social media platforms, including but not limited to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. No okay. Snapchat? No, I'm not there. Does anybody do that anymore? I don't know. Is that even a Barely. thing? Barely. I, I, got, I got news for Podcastia. Hashtags? They're on the way out. Pound signs. Hashtags. Pound. Listen, they're on their way out. Really? Yeah. What's taking over? It, Quotes. Meta-tagging, you know, text-driven okay. stuff. Hashtags are kind of starting, they're starting to be phased out. So oh, if you, okay. all Good of riddance. a sudden people aren't using them anymore, there's a reason. They're not They're not going to be used anymore. Goodbye. That's my big plug. Well, wow. that's a plug. The other, okay. the, actually, I have one other plug. Go ahead. I'm going to plug the station restaurant, Ed Lopez, mm-hmm. opening in May. Yes. It's going to be May. Okay. That's I, I really believe wanna, for May yeah. because... 
another thing that's happening in May yes. is yes. First Friday's back, and it's going to be Cinco de Mayo this this coming May, and the, the street will be open. Right. Maybe by then we can... <laughs> what, Twister with the mayor? How about Twister with the county executive? How about, that? How about we get all the... How about elect- my plug? All the elected officials. How about the governor? Would you be to interested play? in you, the governor, and Reed playing a game of Twister? <laughs> In the middle of downtown, they don't do Twister. But you ever you ever see the movie Blues Brothers, where like everybody comes out in the street and they're doing oh, like a flash land mob? of a thousand dances. Yeah, oh, you know, okay. love that. That I would love to see Trenton. A too. flash mob. Yeah, we could do that. Well, let's open it with a game of Twister. I think I could produce a video and everyone watches it yeah. and learns the moves. Very simple. Christina's a dancer, and then we'll pl- yeah. we'll blast the music, and and we'll have a Maybe flash we mob. Do this. We're Maybe not we doing should. Twister. But this is her idea. This doesn't bring me joy. Oh, okay, it. then we're going to do Twister. Oh, now she wants to do it. You see, she's a big phony baloney. No, it's Women's History Month. I need to get my plug in. The hmm? dance? Or are we doing the game? No, not the, the game. twist of the dance. You know what I'm talking no, about. Wait, no, doing not, the twist? That's you know? the twist. Yeah, no, no I know. This is twist of the game. The big vinyl mat with the colored circles. We're not getting on the mat. favorite game. Well, we're gonna we're going to get a bunch of kids to play and have teams and... Win prizes. The other idea was uh, the thriller dance on City Hall steps wearing a John Hatch mask. <laughs> I don't what do you want think to of that? Do that. All right. The Trenton Punk Rock Flea Market ah, yes. Yeah. is coming up on the first weekend in April, and it will be at the Cure Arena. Well, so, Joe and Megan are going to be coming in too. Yes, we've we've been we've been making appointments and missing each other. So I don't know what's going on with Joe. We, and gotta, we have a bunch of special guests there too. I know. Oh yes, that's right. From the Crystal Palace. <laughs> Listen. It's oh, City Gardens. Stop calling it Crystal Palace. It's not a diner on Route 9, okay? No. It's City Gardens. I picture Crystal Palace has this big glass roof. Okay, fine, but it's not. It's so not that. You know, I saw pictures of it. It's definitely not it's that. It's standing. <laughs> Can we revive okay. that again? Yeah, yeah, get on that, no. Dan, right away. <laughs> we, no, she says. No. We, we do need no. more music opportunities in the city. Yes. The Champs closed and a number of other places right, closed. Right. But City Gardens here in the city. Right. City Gardens We're not going to be able to bring that back. Mill Hill right. Saloon is closed. No, no, Mill Hill. I Candlelight no, Jazz no. is still Mill there. Mill Hill Saloon is closed. <laughs> really? Yeah, yes. say goodbye. It's not yeah. what, it's gonna, what it used to be. What so, about Mamas? Are they doing... Mamas. Uh, mamas. Somebody told me there's a place in city now that's doing some music... Um, well, you have lounge. candlelight. Of course, candlelight. No, no, candlelight. That's what I said. Candlelight lounge. No, there's that's another. Jazz. They're, they're the best. There's another one. Maybe it's underground. Um, oh. Mamas. I, that, that? That's what they told me. They, they said a couple of the punk rock bands that used to be at Champs is now playing oh, somewhere. Okay. I'm going to okay. find this out. I'm, so I'm going to find out. Okay. I'm already loving it. You have Tiranog. They have music. Tiranog, yes. Mm-hmm. It, the only Irish bar in Trenton. And it's in Trenton, not uh, Hamilton. Uh, the back door is Hamilton. The main door Dude, don't, is in Don't Trenton. ruin this for us, Listen, Dan. I'm <laughs> just trying to tell you, it's the only bar that straddles two towns. <laughs> town. And you can take that trouble. however you want. Okay. Straddle. It does. <laughs> he threw that out there. That wasn't me and that. that, that listen, him it's now. again where your minds are. That's right. Yeah, now, well, Frank is a problem. <laughs> just so you know. Don't forget <laughs> that Trent Punk, Punk Rock Flea Market is going to have special guest Heather Mataroso. Yes. For all you fans of Saw movies. Of her. <laughs> or, wow, I'm not sure how many people are. 
This is right in line with women's history. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, there you and go. Princess Diary fans, you know. Okay, and right. the the guy from the Ramones. The yes, drummer. The yes. he's going to be there too. Yes, yes, yes. So Joe Cambucci is going to come on. That would be great. Joe That's true. And Joe Kazemka? Yes. yes. You call Joe Kambucci? I call him Joe Kambucci. We went to high school together. Did you, you did. What? Did you really? oh we were on God. the literary magazine together. Kid you not. Oh, that's so funny. Dude, how old is he? He's 47 or 46. He looks like a, like a little overgrown teenager to me. He's rocking that Rip Van Winkle beard. I oh, my yeah. gosh. He's always going to be. No, he's got to be younger than me. He's got to we be. But we went to school at the same time. Okay, okay. So he can't be any more than three years younger. Have you been to his new store? Or are you just right. saying I That's look right. really old? No. No, you carry yourself old. Oh, okay. I can't believe I'm older than you. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing we can do with him. <laughs> He has a key in the combination. Guys I know politicians aren't supposed to ask this question. How yeah. old are you? I'm 54 years old. Okay, you don't My wife just celebrated her 63rd birthday on Saturday. 63. Nah. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looks great, right? 1960. Annette is older. That's how you ended it. This is how we're going to end this. And that was the last podcast ever heard. You may never hear from Frank again. Right, right. The last podcast ever heard by Frank Sasso. Yes. I want to plug Women's History Month oh, yes. and some of the great artists, Letty Acevedo, Jessica Desmond, and Trina Dent, Simply Dennett. Get with them. Yeah. Letty's a phenomenal artist, and Jessica Desmond has her own business, Frugal But Fly, oh, where I've she heard of designs that. T-shirts. Yes, yes. You know, at mm-hmm. a great cost. And mm-hmm. so I just want to shout out these three women. There's so many more. Oh, okay. so many. But this is just my... And there were also women-owned businesses in Trenton. One off the top of my head, Miss Bonnie, who does nails right on Warren Street. Yeah, that's right. She's been hustling over there for a long, long time. Yeah, hot nails. That's right. That's right. But support women-owned businesses as well. Well, happy Women's History Month. Thank you. Dan, you got anything you want to plug? Wait, stop. (laughs) I don't like the way you said that. I need you to put some yeah, effort yeah. into it, Frank. It's like you threw it away. Yeah, you were like, whatever. Yeah, happy whatever. Come on, come on. You get a month for yourself. Give it, Be give happy it all with you that. got no, there, You get the longest Frank. month of the year, too, by the way. <laughs> give us. Well, happy Women's History Month, uh, ladies. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. No, I will. Thank you. And Women's History is all year round. That's right. That's 365, right. 24-7. Didn't I tell you this man was ready for it? He's, mm-hmm. very, he's very smart. I am going to plug. We're opening up our headquarters in April. It's going to be right next to the Trenton Y on Pennington Avenue, right here in the capital city. And okay. we're really excited about it. We've got a little bit of repairs we got to do to make sure it's uh, uh, street legal, as they down. say. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. uh, you know, hey. Cool. All right. And it's going to be, you know, just start of something great and a great place for us all to just kind of meet and Anybody kind of get out and organize. I was going to say. Once we open up, we'll be open a certain number of hours okay. every day. We can oh. pop But our in. hope is to have people in there. Yeah. Okay. So people just walk in and what do they, what happens? So they can sign up to volunteer. Okay. They can do like I did when I was in high school, go knock on doors for us and, right. and try to get the word out. But we'll also have meeting community meetings there too as mm-hmm. we kind of talk about different groups of and how do we get to folks that traditionally have been left out of the political process okay when the county meets where do they meet so right now they meet at 640 south broad oh okay uh, and they usually meet on a, a it's, i think it's a monday wednesday schedule and they, that's they, open to the public that's open to yes. the public that's the McDade um, building, correct correct, yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. and so and sometimes they do move around you know but they publish it all on a calendar okay and that's on their website something also that we have to make better <gasps> Well, this has been yet another episode of Trenton Waves. Sasso's out. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com. Annette, I know you know the questions to ask this guy. I don't like the way you said my name. <laughs> <laughs>